Peace, love, and life, family. Welcome to another installment of 30 Talk. I am your host, him, not them. We back. Yet again, we were blessed with an opportunity to live life, so why not cherish it? As always, we gotta give a shout out to the ancestors. If it wasn't for your bloodshed or your tears shed, we wouldn't be here today. To the listeners, to the supporters, to the individuals that reach out to me with questions, to the individuals that answer my questions. I have to give, I have to give an appreciation to you guys as well. Um, this journey with 30 Talk has been great. I've, I've learned a lot, I've gained a lot, I've shared a lot. And this opportunity, this platform that I'm, in, in, I, that I'm attempting to create is it's going on it's going better than I thought. So without you guys support and your you know, your genuine concern and criticism, um, we wouldn't be able to be here today. Let me get the housekeeping out the way before we get ourselves going tonight. If this is your first time listening to 30 Talk, you can find this platform on two different I'm sorry, you can find 30 Talk on two different platforms. That's on iTunes slash podcast or the anchor app. Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. The information is free, so is the app. Once you type in the app, you can use a Facebook or email. Type in 30 Talk in the search bar. There you'll find a melanated man holding half his head up. Underneath his head is a crown. That crown represents our royalty. Because I got loyalty and royalty inside my DNA. Find that on iTunes slash podcast and anchor as well keep your notifications on hit the like hit the subscribe show some love any way that you can um be connected to the conversation as always drink your water eat your greens drink your water eat your greens the body is made up of close to 80 percent water so why not hydrate yourself with what the body is made up of the greens helps us with the digestive system um, if you was to look at how the small intestines is made up, it would look similar to a brain. Our stomach, our small intestine, our digestive system is the mind of the body. We want to make sure that our mental mind is clear and our physical mind is clear. So the greens help with the mental and the water helps with the physical and the green helps with the physical. It all works. How can I say coincide? It all coincides, you know? And if we want to be at our peak at our apex we want to make sure that we're clicking on our cylinders so drink your water eat your greens if you haven't already subscribed if you want to get in contact with me him underscore not underscore them on the ig and fiasco rose on facebook today i thought i would with the trending topic, the uh, master teacher shout out, we're gonna kind of bring those together today. And I don't necessarily have a master teacher. I wouldn't consider this person a master teacher. I would consider him the big homie. And this big homie deserves an introduction. He is one of the original kings of comedy. He is, he had his own show, you know, he, um, 
I don't. He had a few movies. I don't think he was the biggest movie star, but he was definitely one of the biggest comedians out in the early 2000s. And that's D.L. Hughley. He also has a book that is out right now that's, that is entitled How Not to Get Shot. And his press run for this book has been great. I think he's probably reached more people, stirred more pots, shaken more nerves than anybody in this present date. Because with him being a comedian and having the ability to express something that doesn't have comedic value but to be able to shed light on something that's very serious in a comedic way is genius and the press run the press run for this book he's killing it um i just watched his segment on the view that is with whoopi goldberg and he was dropping bombs he only had 10 minutes but that's all he needed like <laughs> it was going down he was shedding light he was Eluding to things in a humorous manner, but letting you know that we laughing and joking, but this is what's really going on <laughs> Now that we're done laughing, what are we going to do? So the big homie shout out for today has to go to D.L. Hughley Go to YouTube type in D.L. Hughley I'm sure his most recent press runs for the book that he is um, I don't want to say display uh, pr promoting the book that he's promoting how not to get shot and he's he's on the road he's on the road excuse me that's my phone people emails I guess somebody somebody hit me up um, with the trending topics I always go to Atlanta black star that's Atlanta black star for the trending topics and it was so many that I was coming across I didn't have the time to pick out which three which three that I wanted to talk about so I just kind of wanted to take this moment to turn it into a free rant moment I'm just going to take the next minute or so just to talk about how I feel about the current events that are we that we are currently surrounded by or like the most recent acts of individuals who aren't I can't say privy that, that aren't aware of the issues in the melanated community and how how privilege how privilege plays a role into that. I, have a, I actually have a few Caucasian um, white individuals who listen to my podcast and reach out to me and say that I'm not out of bounds with what I'm saying, which was a relief because I don't want to come across as a quote unquote reverse racist, you know, even though there's really no such thing and melanated people can't be racist anyway, but that's a later discussion the point that i'm making is that the fact that i have while well, i'm working on the ability to relay information to individuals outside of the melanated community because at the end of the day some melanated individuals don't want to work to make the change let's just be honest they've settled for what they have and they're comfortable with that and anything outside of that anything challenging that they're, they're running away from going into what we're going to be talking about tonight but it's 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 crazy to think about it in a manner that that you're doing the most because you're challenging beliefs and understandings in order for us to go in order for us to grow we have to be challenged and it's, it's nothing wrong with that it's nothing wrong with facing that challenge it, it's nothing wrong with 
with handling your business, you know? And let's start doing that. Let's start handling our business. Let's, let's take these recent events that we are faced and the blasphemy, the ignorance, the disgust that these individuals choose to display, like individuals calling the police on people of color who are just doing regular things, being at the pool, selling water, um, being outside of Chili's, um, having a barbecue, um, walking around in a store. You know, the profiling is so crazy because they've been emboldened. And now you can't say that, well, it's not all people. We have, smart, we have smartphones. Even with evidence relaying, just 30 more seconds, I'm not going to hold too much more of my free rant. But even with evidence in our face, we still question it. When I say we, I'm talking about the, the opposition, the ones that have rebuttals for our claims. They say, we don't have all the evidence. Well, how much more evidence do you need? We done recorded the whole conversation. We've done, we've done ex, um, exposed what we needed to expose, and yet everything is still in question. I say all that to say that these recent events in, quote-unquote, I call it hip-hop culture because it ain't pop no more. But what we're experiencing in this hip-hop culture is that the white fragilitist is scared. They're trying to hold on to whatever, quote-unquote, supreme power that they have. So we have to recognize their antics and prepare ourselves for whatever there needs to be expected. That's all I have for that right now. That was just <laughs> a free rant. Just, just something I wanted to get off my chest. Yes, this week, starting the shout outs. <laughs> Got to. Um, I have three individuals that I'll be shouting out tonight that are doing something positive in the community that is um, entrepreneur-like. I will say they are stepping out on their own truths, standing on what they believe in, and they're taking the steps to gather their financial independence along with their mental independence and their spiritual independence. And I feel as though these three individuals deserve a shout out. For the individuals who are looking for a good workout, for the individuals who are trying to change or try to not change but grow and to appreciate the temple, meaning the body, there's camps that are going all over, but the most fire camp that you can attend is on Wednesdays. And the person that throws that camp is A Fit Storm 24. That's A Fit Storm 24. That's the individual's IG. He holds a boot camp every Wednesday. He holds another camp on Saturdays. And he holds a camp on Sundays. He has, he has all of what you're looking for if you are looking to grow mentally. If you are trying to grow physically as well. They have... Um, a, nutri a nutrition, he is a nutrition specialist as well. Nutrition plans, um, exercise plans, motivational plans. He got it for you. 
On Saturdays, that is similar to what the Wednesday workouts are. If individuals aren't able to make it after work on a weekday, offers a class on the weekend in the morning. Um, if you're not turning up on Friday, you know, <laughs> you can get it in on Saturday morning. And for the individuals who go to that sunrise service on Sundays, you can go to a workout that he has on Sundays. It's called Hill Club. The individual's Instagram is AFITSTORM, all lowercase, no space, 24. That's AFITSTORM. The next individual I will be shouting out is an individual that has his own car detailing service. It's the summertime, gentlemen, I know you want your whip to be fly and you want it to be clean. When you're pulling up to whatever day party you choose to turn up at, if you want to make sure that your wheels are shining, you want to make sure that your car smelling good, that your levers is smooth, you can holler at my man. His Instagram is Fresh Escobar. So Fresh Kabar. <laughs> that's so clever. I can't even say it because it's so clever. But that's Fresh Kabar underscore 313. Fresh C-O-B-A-R underscore 313. If you're looking to get your car detailed, you can definitely go to this individual's Instagram. If you guys can't understand my spelling or my enunciation, just hit my DM and I will just shoot you a DM directing you in the direction that you need to go in. But for fresh Gabar underscore 313, if you're trying to get your car detailed before you pull up to somebody's day party or to the cookout, he's going to get you out the way. And these are individuals that I know. I'm not going to put their names out there. I'm just going to put their... Their publications out there. <laughs> and the last shout out of the evening will be for an individual who is selling candles. This, this young lady, well, she's not a young lady, she's a young woman. This young woman reached out to me because she's been um, locking into the installments. She's been paying attention to what I've been trying to do with my platform. And she said, you know, I got this scented candle thing going and I I want you to check it out. She said she was going to send me some of those products. I'm still waiting on it. Hopefully she ain't forget about me. But if you are looking for aromatherapy, I should say, if you're looking to set the mood, not necessarily in a sexual sense, but set sense, but set the mood for you to meditate, for you to grow spiritually or mentally, mentally to move forward in whatever you want to move forward in in life. We have Harmony.Essentials. We have Harmony.Essentials. But the essentials is not spelled traditionally, which I like, because she replaced one of the S's with a C to spell scent. The cleverness is great. <laughs> the cleverness is great. That's Harmony.Essentials. E-S-C-E-N-T-I-A-L-S. Again, if you want to find these individuals outside of 30 Talk Platform, just DM me, him, underscore, not, underscore, them, and I'll point you in the right direction. Just a quick excerpt from the email that she had sent me, and um, I thought this was very profound, and maybe this is something that can help us move forward as individuals. And I quote, I am a firm believer of sense altering one's mood. And this is what triggers the idea of Harmony Essentials. I want Harmony Essentials to not only be a brand that has a pleasant scent candle, 
but a brand that shifts others to become shift others to become in vibrational harmony with their true selves. Whether someone is reading a book, praying slash meditating, working, getting creative, or simply lounging around, I want candles to allow people to be at peace. With, I'm sorry, which is what brought me to relaunching my candle collection, Peace of Mind. Having a peace of mind is a powerful tool. Powerful tool. When you're at peace, things start to make sense. Not only does your path become clear, but you're also more aligned with your true self. End quote. That is great. This young lady is tapped into whatever she needs to be tapped into to spread her truth. And I told her, I said, I'm going to shout you out because you actually taking the time to listen to me. I appreciate that. And what you got going is something that I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. And what you got going is something that I'm trying to tap into myself. And that's great. So Harmony Essentials. And Essentials has sent spelling to it. So it's E-S-C-E-N-T-I-A-L-S. Harmony Essentials. Fresh Gabar underscore 313. A Fit Storm 24. Three things that you can check out this summer, this fall, this lifetime. So tonight, this installment has to do with, obviously, finding and defining our true selves. Let me say that again. This installment, yet again, is about finding and redefining our true selves. Leading up to this installment, you know, Life tried to have its way with me. It tried to knock me off my course. And sometimes when that happens, it's because we, we are either looking for something, we are either trying to move forward in a direction, or we just simply aren't listening to what our true selves are trying to say to us. And now that I've had an opportunity to sit with my real life experience and to have an opportunity to assess it, I now realize that I have to look at things differently. I have to try to understand what I'm trying to do with what I want to do. And I'm being real personal before I get into the installment so you guys can just have an understanding of where I'm gauging the conversation. As always, I want to be as transparent as possible. With these installments, a lot of times people ask me, where did you start? Where did you start? Like, when did, when did it all click for you? And I say, I try to say to people as often as I can is that it, the light bulb turned on when I was tired of experiencing the same thing. Once I realized that a lot of the things that I was doing was self-induced, then I realized that I, I can't start, I have to stop blaming everybody else. When nine times out of ten, it was my own doing that created the problem. Now, a lot of times life has its way with us, like in this moment. But prior to this moment, some things were self-induced. 
That's because I wasn't complete. I was I was in competition with myself. I was in competition with the people around me. I didn't complete myself, or should I say I wasn't complete with myself, or I wasn't coherent of what I was supposed to do for myself. I was just too busy being in competition. So tonight we're going to talk about being complete instead of trying to compete. What if we didn't have to punish ourselves to get a lesson? Just think about that. A lot of times people say, you, you just got to learn it on your own. You just got to learn it. You just, you just have to learn. I can't tell you this. You got to learn this on your own. Some, sometimes we shouldn't have to make the worst mistake or make the worst mistake in order to learn a lesson. Um, sometimes you can learn through other people's experiences. And I think because we want to be so independent, we want to define ourselves so bad, we don't listen to the lessons or the advice that individuals have for us. We have to find a source of love from within. You know? And, and sometimes it's, it's difficult. Sometimes, difficult, yes. Sometimes it's hard for people to self-accept. When, as I said, and before I got into the, um, before I got into the installment, I had to show a level of person. I, I expressed something personal to you guys. So we don't have to be ashamed of understanding why we do what we do or why we make the decisions that we make. And, that, and sometimes that's because we haven't accepted ourselves. Something that I've read in a previous installment that kind of sits with what we're talking about today is about being complete and not trying to compete. So in order for us to be complete as far as whole, excuse me, we have to have a level of self-acceptance. I read this in the L.O.V.E the love installment that I have, which is probably one of the top likes as far as installments, something that I will talk about probably towards the end. But love, um, who should be your first love? I read what self-acceptance was. And self-acceptance, and I quote, we don't only run from our dark side, but we also run from our bright side. We typically, we typically run from anything that threatens to make us stand out or stand alone. We even shy away from whatever tasks help us break through with a, lever, with a higher level of consciousness. The biggest crime we can commit against ourselves is not only deny our shortcomings, but deny our greatness because it frightens us. We can't be complete if we're still fighting to accept ourselves as individuals. We can't expect to move forward in life if we don't accept who we are as individuals. How can we compete against anybody when we're constantly competing with ourselves? We haven't found the middle ground. It's hard to compete on a bigger scale when we're still in conflict with ourselves. 
excuse me. There's simple ways to discover a source of self-love. We have to get rid of the negative energy and express gratitude for what we already have. That's important. A lot of times we want to move forward. We want to constantly keep moving forward. But we're not appreciative of what we have. Good ain't good enough in some degree. I'm with that phrase. Good ain't good enough. I want to be great. I want grander, you know? I wish I had another GR word, but excuse me for the, the, the thought. <laughs> but yes, of course we want to have more than what we have. We want to always achieve the greatest or the highest level of something. We want to complete that level. We have to get rid of the negative energy in order to do that. But once we get rid of that negative energy, we also have to be grateful for what we have accomplished. Because the fight or, or the level up that you've completed, there's people fighting on levels way smaller than that, that have a much harder time trying to complete very much smaller tasks than the one that you're trying to complete. And if you're in competition with someone that's quote unquote beneath you, you're not leveling up, you're deleveling or devaluing. You're digressing. You're moving backwards. All because you want to be in competition with someone that's not out of your league. <laughs> They're just not in your league. We have to understand that. Stop trying to compete with everybody else. Compete with yourself. And when I mean by compete with yourself, challenge yourself to do better. Don't compete with yourself to try to be something else. Compete with yourself to push you, to motivate you, to put you in a position to be better than you were six months ago, better than you were six weeks ago. You have to also take care of your temple, the body, the foundation, what takes most of the pain in this physical realm is the temple. If you're not able to withstand certain levels of pain, be it physical, mental, spiritual, you won't survive. The opposition is creating things to make you break mentally. <laughs> Physically is second because without the mind, the body doesn't exist. So they're working overtime to make sure that your mind don't work and they're working over time as well to make sure that your body can't function by the foods that we eat, by the people that we choose to give ourselves sexually to, to the drugs that we put into our bodies that has us in an altered state of mind that puts our temple at risk. This is reality. We can't be complete if we're disrespecting our temple, body shaming each other, going under the knife to change our temples because we don't like the quote-unquote windows <laughs> you know or, or we don't like or we don't like the seats we want to change our cushions in our in our in our rows in our what they call them what's those rows in church called again pews <laughs> we want to change the cushions on our pews that's a metaphor for women getting ass shots <laughs> Hopefully that wasn't too pointy. <laughs> but yeah, women going under the knife to change their temple. Guys going under the knife to change their temple. You know? So 
if if we want to have a source of self-love, if we want to feel complete, if we want to have a level of self-acceptance, we got to take care of our temple. And lastly, we got to stop searching outwardly. We have to stop that. We got to remember and realize that the true source of power comes from within. We have to remember that. I think sometimes we get so caught up in what's going on around us, we forget how powerful we are inside. We forget how, how much credit, how, how we undersell ourselves. One thing my man always said to me, um, one thing my man always say to me is, don't sell yourself short. You gotta give yourself some, you gotta give yourself more credit. A lot of times I undervalue myself. I think like, damn, I did this. I put all my, I put all my heart, soul, and sweat and tears into this, and I got X amount of responses to that. Damn, I gotta go harder. But maybe that's all the responses that was needed because those were the people that was looking for the change. You get what I'm saying? Don't think because the numerical value isn't large enough that the impact isn't strong enough. You get what I'm saying? And we are, we are impactful once we start accepting ourselves. Once we start understanding that we have to be complete in order to compete. We have to stop looking outward for the things that we can find within ourselves. So going into this, I had to think about what else does it mean to be complete? I had to think about Okay, self-love is important to be complete. But once we start something, we should also want to finish that. So I started, up look, uh, I started to look at things or look up ways to say, clever ways to say why it's important for us to start what we finish. Time spent on unfinished tasks is time wasted. And you can be wasting, I'm sorry, and you can be using that time to achieve something else. So let's look at it like this. Say I didn't pass this certification test that I needed in time for me to finish my fall semester to graduate in the spring. I'm wasting time trying to pass the test and that's prolonging me having to do my student teaching in order to graduate. That actually happened. If anybody out there is an educator, you understand that that practice, that practice test ain't no hoe. It ain't easy. <laughs> it's not easy at all. And I tell people all the time, the reason I became a teacher because I had to struggle to get here. And nobody's gonna be able to take that away from me because I gave it my all to have that. I didn't, I wouldn't feel complete without it because of how much I put into it. And I wasted a lot of time on that test because I didn't prepare. Something that we're gonna talk about, the difference between being ready and being prepared. But I wasn't prepared. I just thought I was ready and I wasn't. So I spent unwarranted time doing things that wasn't beneficial for me in order for me to pass that test. I say that to say that we have to understand that we can't be wasting time on things that we're supposed to be getting done initially. 
Stop putting things on the back burner. We have to stop procrastinating. We have to learn that if we want, we have to learn that if we want to compete on a grand scheme, on a higher level, we have to be complete first. And spending time on unfinished tasks is just a waste of time. We have to reduce the possibility of pretending that we're progressing, but when in fact, we're procrastinating. We have to reduce the possibilities of us pretending that we're progressing, but in fact, we're just procrastinating. That's the truth. <laughs> That's the truth. Procrastination is the devil's cousin. You know what I'm saying? Like sleep's the cousin of death. Procrastination is the cousin of the devil. Because it, procrastination keeps us from what we desire, from what we need, from what we want. So from needs, wants, and desires. We already... Mix can screw I said mix yes I know it's mix But I said mix Because <laughs> we put them all together We mixing them up We mix can screw those words And then we throw procrastination on top of that We don't even know what we get So then now we're pointing the finger We're relying on other people We're not relying on ourselves We're not complete We're trying to compete with someone Who's actually doing what they're supposed to do Now we're mad now we're taking our energies out on somebody else or on something else instead of using that energy to, to thrive us and push us in a position to strive. All because of procrastination. And procrastination makes us feel that we don't have control of our situations. Once we learn how to complete things, we will have more control of our lives. We can have more control we can have more control over our lives once we start feeling complete. Preparation and being ready isn't the same thing. Being ready is an emotional choice. The emotional choice to show our works. So let's just look at preparation and being ready. I kind of think of it like this. <laughs> so when somebody says they're ready, it's kind of like, okay, there we're having a, there's a contest. When I was in high school, I, I participated in the Mr. Blank High School contest where you were supposed to be the, the guy at the school. And, you know, you're backstage getting prep, getting prepared, I mean, getting ready. And when it's time for you to go on stage, the person asks, are you ready? That's just yes or no. That's an emotional response. Are you emotionally ready to go on that stage and say what you have to say and do what you prepared yourself to do in that moment? Or are you not ready because you didn't prepare? So when we talk about being ready and being, and being prepared, we have to understand that those are two different things. You have to prepare yourself to be ready. <laughs> All right. I did a whole bunch of talking just to say that you have to prepare yourself to be ready. Don't just be ready. Prepare yourself. Because if you might be ready for one instance, but the situation in life shows you something totally different and you wasn't prepared for that. 
you wasn't prepared for that moment. And <laughs> you wasn't ready. All right? So we have to really look at the difference between being prepared and being ready. We have to prepare ourselves to be ready for whatever life has in store for us. Two more things before we end out this installment. Well, maybe like three more things, good people. <laughs> we have to connect to our envision. In order for us to be complete, we have to not forget what the end goal is. What, 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 it, what it was all for. What we were supposed to do. And sometimes the quote-unquote honeymoon stages of the tasks that we have for ourselves, we fall so in love with that. And then all of a sudden, once we hit one or two brick walls, we are, we are, we're haltered. You know what I'm saying? We, we've come to a halt. We, we've lost connection with why we've done it in the first place because we've gotten our first quote-unquote boo-boo. <laughs> I, work with, I work with little kids, so that word comes up often. But yes, we lose, we lose connection with our envision. We have to learn to celebrate what we have and also learn how to celebrate what we have done thus far. We don't just jump. Once we complete level one doesn't mean we beat the game. And just because we beat level one doesn't mean that each level is not going to get somewhat harder as we move forward. Life prepares us for the things that we endure. We just have to be willing to understand what, is, what life is showing us. We have to stop shying away from our end vision. We have to stop shying away from what we're supposed to do as an individual. A lot of us don't feel complete because we're not connected to our envision, because we're not celebrating what we've done so far in life, because we're not putting ourselves in position to fly. We're putting ourselves in position to still power walk <laughs> and then wonder why we're not covering as much distance as the individuals that are flying. Because we're trying to compete in a race that we're not prepared for. We're trying to compete in a race that we haven't prepared ourselves for. We think we're ready, but we're not. And, and I kind of said it, said it in that way because I want us to understand about, I want us to understand the difference in the words that we choose to use. We're not really clear on what we're supposed to do because we're in competition with the wrong things. We're not clear on what we're supposed to do because we're not complete as a person. We're not where we are as individuals in our walks of life because we've decided that we want to live somebody else's definition of life and not our own. And then we wonder why us as a melanated community are in the position that we're in. We can't start looking for solutions in all other walks of life if we haven't even solved the number one problem. And that's ourselves. To close out, Still giving a shout out to my master teacher, Dr. Claude Anderson. I'm still continuing to read Powernomics and it's getting good. <laughs> it's revving up. And to end this tonight's installment, I have just a quote from the book. Kind of goes into what ties in, goes in, sum up what we've discussed tonight as far as the difference, I'm sorry, the difference between being prepared and being ready. Understand that we need to be complete before we compete. 
we have to understand that in order for us to grow mentally, physically, spiritually, we have to be self-accepting. Self we have to find simple ways to discover self-love. And we also have to understand the importance of finishing what we start. If you want to get in contact with me, you can find me on IG at him underscore not underscore them. You can find me on the Facebook at Fiasco Roads. Power Namas, Dr. Claude Anderson, D.L. Hughley, How Not to Get Shot. I'm, I might not get the book personally, but if you are into comedic relief, D.L. Hughley has a great way of expressing information that the melanated community, as well as the Caucasian community, can use to help us bring together whatever it is people are trying to bring together. There's a lot of talk, but there's very little walk. In the words of Dr. Claude Anderson, a vision means that the mind is open, but a dream implies that the mind is asleep. If you want to have this conversation with me, if you really want to have this conversation with me, you got to talk to me 30. Peace.